Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first Listen. Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And to find your local station for the Ben Maller Show at foxsportsradio.com. You can find it there or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. So the NFL season's done. Let's break down the draft. We got the NFL draft to talk about who's going to be the number one pick. The Arizona Cardinals are on the clock. We don't need to rehash the season. The season's been over for hours now. Jonas Knox did a fine job in here, <laughs> and Fox Sports Radio is covered. When, when, when we come on, I know because I get the schedule, and when the overnight show starts, that's the new week of programming. We can't be living in the past talking about what happened way back on Sunday at the Super Bowl. We must look forward. You know, All of good sports talk radio is talking about what's going to happen, not what already has happened. You're not supposed to live in the past. You're not supposed to live in the past. That's bad. You shouldn't do that. So I'm just I'm saying that. I mean, Zion, how about the NBA? Zion Williamson is he going to be the next great NBA player? No. All right. So listen, we'll, we'll just make this quick. We'll make this painless. The New England Patriots, not a dominating win, but they they win the game by ten. They scored a couple of, of uh, a touchdown and a field goal late in the game, but the game was tied up. I, I don't want to hear that. Oh, this was a domination. No, this was not a domination. It was three three with seven minutes to go in the game. It was sucked. It was three three. Wade Phillips and the Rams defense was marvelous in this game. The, the it unfortunately went the way I thought it was going to go, except Jared Goff did the thing he can't do at the time he can't do it, which is the entire game uh, for him. What a El Stinkaroo. Wow. Uh, And so the Patriots win their sixth championship in nine tries in this run with Belichick and Tom Brady, and they'll have the duck boats, which they do every couple of months in Boston. They have a duck boat celebration, and that'll be going on, and they'll they'll have a big party, and it'll be great. 
Good for them. Tuesday morning, I, I saw Mayor Walsh, the mayor of Boston, tweeted out 11, 11 a.m. Tuesday morning. They've already got the, the duck boats ready to go. But the better story is in the losing locker room. And so, in a way, it's a blessing that the Rams lost because we can talk about the Rams, the fact that they lost this game, and the immediate reaction in the post-mortem on Super Bowl 53, it's – Two things. It's Sean McVay, what the hell happened? It's Jared Goff, OMG. It's those two things. So, since the better story is in the losing locker room, the toss-up question here, whose reputation took more of a hit, Sean McVay or Jared Goff? Now, the answer here is Jared Goff. That's the answer. It is Jared Goff, and I'll tell you what. Now, my thoughts here, you've got the horse, the bed, and the intervention, and we will tie all of this together. Now, number one, on the surface, to the casual, uneducated football fan, they will say, boy, that sucked for Sean McVay. And Sean McVay was very self-deprecating after the game in his post-Super Bowl comments, and so for the for the uneducated fan, it's hard to argue with that. And you know, Boy Wonders offense gets three points and 260 yards. The Rams couldn't do anything. They were terrible on third down. They were terrible on first down. They only had 14 first downs the entire game. They averaged less than four and a half yards per play. It was bad. So I get why the low information fan would say Sean McVay, it's Sean McVay, it's Sean McVay, it's Sean McVay. But I will push back on that. Right? To me, Sean McVay, where I sit, he gets a mulligan because his quarterback was biblically bad. The Rams had receivers open. You know, the, the story will be written by the historians of football about the genius of Belichick, and Belichick did a fine job, but let's not pretend like the Rams didn't have players that were open. The issue here was not Sean McVay doing a poor job of designing plays. As the old saying goes... Sean McVay can lead a horse or a quarterback to water, or in this case, open receivers, but can't get him to make the throws or to drink the water. And that's the rub. The Rams' offense, what plays they designed, there were receivers that were open in the Super Bowl for big chunk plays. It was a lack of execution that was repulsive by the quarterback and Sean McVay gave Jared Goff every opportunity to take advantage of this and to succeed. And what did Jared Goff do? He was flummoxed by the Patriot defense from the beginning. And people will remember, those that look back at this, that they should remember that. That very early on, you could look at, you don't have to be in the, in the stadium in Atlanta with one of one percenters that go to the game. You could just be watching the game on TV, and you could tell right away this is Jared Goff that showed up in Chicago. This is the cold-weather Jared Goff. It wasn't that cold in Atlanta, but he played like it. Now, the second thing, while it was certainly demoralizing to watch Jared Goff poop the bed like a child learning how to potty train, uh, that is unfortunate. He was mystified by the plays that were there, and the Patriots were able to throw him off his game. But rather than relax as the game went on and and kind of settle in, right? The say, well, first quarter, second quarter, get your sea legs underneath you, and as the game progresses, you will be able to then matriculate the ball down the field. Now he continued to choke, and there was no one there to deliver the Heimlich maneuver. For Jared Goff, and so Bill Belichick, while certainly the Patriots threw a lot of different stuff at the Rams, and you could argue he was able to crack the code, I looked at it as sales of passes sailing from Jared Goff that were there. There were there were opportunities, and it was the uncertainty of Jared Goff from the game. Now, it certainly didn't help that Todd Gurley and C.J. Anderson were unable to pick up the slack, and the, the Patriot defensive players, they – they were able to stuff the Rams' running game because they knew that Jared Goff was in the palm of their hand. So what's the point? And I, I have some deep state conspiracy, something, something ghoulish is going to come out about Todd Gurley in the next couple of weeks, that there's something that wasn't talked about at all that's going to come out. 
Maybe that's the reality. Maybe it's not. But Todd Gurley had 35 yards on 10 carries. You could go to the Canadian Football League and get someone playing for the Eskimos, and they would have 35 yards on 10 carries. C.J. Anderson looked like he should play. He hadn't played like that. I mean, he didn't play particularly great against the Saints, but C.J. Anderson looks like a butterball turkey you would have before Thanksgiving. You would want to get a big turkey that's you because it has the most meat and all that, and that's the butterball turkey, and that was C.J. Anderson, and he had 22 yards, seven carries, and he fumbled, which all, the Rams were fortunate that the ball barely got out of bounds before a Patriot defender jumped on it, but it was some serious, serious stinkage by the Rams. Now, the final point here, it is a testimonial to Wade Phillips and the Rams defenders who brought it that there was a tie game with seven minutes to go in the Super Bowl with all the overthrows by Jared Goff, all the open receivers that were missed by Jared Goff, the Rams were able to deflate the Patriot offense into a series of mistakes themselves. And the the biggest kick in the balls for the Rams defensively is the fact that they forced Tom Brady into a fumble and an interception in the first half, and only to watch Jared Goff and the offense fail to turn those opportunities into points. The interception, but the the fumble the Patriots recover. So what happens now? What is being a distant relative of the great Nostradamus? We can look ahead to see what happens uh, going forward. The reality is, and you know, people are going to overreact. This always happens. Oh, that's they're done. This is it. Ah, oh, the Rams are done. Overrated. That's what they're going to say. Overrated. Meanwhile, Jared Goff, as bad as Jared Goff played, he was terrible. He was lousy. Still has had a better career just by losing the Super Bowl than that clown, Danny G's favorite quarterback in Houston. He's had a better career than Patrick Mahomes by getting to the Super Bowl. So there you go. So what happens now to the Rams? Sean McVay, they're going to go out. They'll add some playmakers. One thing about the Rams here, they're not being tight wads right now. The Rams are going out. They'll they'll pick up some more players. And there certainly needs to be some kind of intervention between Sean McVay and Jared Goff. And the hope is that he will eventually evolve because the Rams are going to be in a bunch of big games over the next couple of years. And if this is how Jared Goff's going to play, then the Rams are going to have to be perfect on special teams, on defense, and running the football, or else they have no chance of winning. If this is going to be the Jared Goff that shows up in big spots, then that is what the Rams have to do. There's no margin for error. There's no wiggle room. The Rams are going to have to be bleeping perfect in every other way, or they're not going to win. If Jared Goff's going to go out there and urinate all over the field from sea to shining sea, then the Rams are not going to to win, but they're going to be back. I mean, if you think about the NFC, I mean, the Saints, we're going to talk about them a little bit. The, the Saints are so caught up in the fact that they played like choking priests in that uh, that NFC championship game. They're done. Uh, they are done. I am so happy the Saints are not in the Super Bowl. It is so great. Uh, that was such a better game the Rams were there than if the Saints had been there. Uh, but Jared Goff has to get better, and the, the Patriots, I'm sure, will be Back also because the Patriots get the fast pass. We'll talk more about that later, but it's kind of obvious. It's been this way over the last 20 years. The biggest key, biggest key for the Patriots in this 20-year run of dominance has been Buffalo, the Jets, and the Dolphins. Those three stooges of football have single-handedly been responsible for this. If they gave the Patriots consistent competition – the Patriots would not have been able to get to the heights they've gotten to. It is systematic dysfunction and incompetence in Buffalo, Orchard Park, New York, where the Bills play, uh, New Jersey, where the Jets play, and Miami, where the Dolphins play, or Fort Lauderdale, all of them. So if you're upset with the Patriots, you should be upset with the Dolphins, Jets, and the Buffalo Bills. That's how it ought to be. All right, it is the Ben Maller Show on Fox as we press on here from 
the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, and of course, you know the NFL draft. Eddie's not here. Super Bowl. Why would Eddie be here? No. Uh, so Ralph, I guess Ralph is here somewhere. I don't know. He did. He it's almost like after the World Series when what? your Dodgers lost to the Red Sox that I was here. Oh, were you here after that too? Oh yes, yeah, because Eddie was. was uh, Eddie went to uh, Istanbul or something like that. I don't know some some country. I don't know where. Yeah, he didn't want to deal with uh, you. I'm here. I'm not hiding. I'm a man. I'm here. I'm 40. I'm a man. Give or take. But I'm here. You know, I'm hanging out. I'm not hiding. Look at me. Throw your darts. Throw your darts at me. I'm right here. Throw your bleeping darts. I just just checked the uh, The radio dictionary, and they said that the the best story is no longer coming from the losing locker room. It's coming from the Maller locker room. No, no. The Rams lost the Super Bowl. I'm here. I'm not hiding under the table. It's not some kind of earthquake drill or nuclear reactor malfunction. I'm here. And we are I'm all ready appreciative for it. for it. But you know what, Ralph? Yes, sir. One thing I learned about Sports Talk Radio, people don't want to hear calls. The callers on these shows are terrible. We get some of the dumbest people that call these shows, okay? We don't need the callers. We can entertain the masses, Ralph. Me and you, Ralph. Ralph, we boy. Together, me and you. We're here. We're here. We don't need no stinking calls. We got Roberto over I'm here there. Too. Roberto also, he tried to fight Luke Walton after that Laker game on Saturday. I did, he was man. upset, I wanted to, man. I wanted to kick his butt, man. Yeah, line him up and knock him down. I think Coop said he walked by, didn't say hello again. Coop walked by. I was in there getting ready for the short. Coop walked right by me. I saw a shadow and I said, Who's that? And then he was gone and I looked and it was Coop. Because Coop's a star, man. Yeah, he cannot say hello. No no conversation before the show. Uh, but we will not take any calls. We have so much to talk about. The reason we're not taking calls, we have so much to talk that's about. That's how we have Twitter, right? They can yeah, talk to you there. Yeah, yeah exactly. We have, that's, why we have, that's a good point. That's why we have Twitter. Good job, buddy. So do not call. You will not get through. You will not get through. We will, we're not taking any phone calls. And I think we should try to do the whole show that way. I think we should try to make it through the entire show. I think that would be a really good program. I think that would give the people what they want. My friend Ernie... In Michigan, the great opiner, he often says the downfall of any show that I do is when I give out the phone number, that that is when the show goes to hell, when I give out the phone number and then people start to call. And Coop would like that because he doesn't have to screen the calls, and that makes his job easier. Right? It makes all of our jobs easier. So everyone, we don't have to worry about dumping? Yeah, exactly. Right? You know, these guys all have potty mouths and they curse and all that, so I think we're good. Right? Perfect show. We're going to have a perfect show, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm prepared. Yeah. I'm absolutely prepared. I'm stuffed, man. You guys eat a lot? I ate a lot. You did? Yeah. yeah All right, we'll much. find out what you ate because I think that's what that's much more informative than, than taking phone calls. Of course. We'll do that. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans. The chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So 
Listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. So the NFL has been selling offensive football for several years. They have had some great offensive Super Bowls in recent years, high-scoring games, back and forth. That obviously did not happen in Super Bowl 53. Tom Brady did not throw a touchdown pass. The Patriots were able to pull out a tie game with seven minutes to go. It was a 3-3 game. There were six points scored in the Super Bowl with about seven minutes to go in the game. Patriots scored a touchdown on a Sony Michelle touchdown, a short touchdown run. They also added on a field goal. So they win 13-3 in a very forgettable performance by all involved. And when you look back at the Patriots and their Super Bowl success, this will not be one of those games that is highlighted. This is not going to be one of those dramatic wins that is talked about and revered with some of the great moments the Patriots have had in the last 20 years. This will be included to fatten up the stat sheet for the Patriots, but will not be something that is fondly remembered by anyone involved, unless you enjoyed that 3-0 score at halftime for the Patriots or the 3-3 score, as I said, with 7-0-3 left before Sony Michelle got in the end zone. But the, the Rams as has been talked about by every blowhard on the radio. We'll be talked about all day on Monday. We're getting the jump on people here. 260 yards of offense, bad. And it was a public defecation for Jared Goff, the Rams quarterback. But there's something else that's going on here. Now, the game itself was, it was a one-score game late in the fourth quarter. It was not well played. Was not exciting, but it was a one-score game with seven minutes to go in the game. Uh, it was tied. And enter the annoying cockroaches of the National Football League, the New Orleans Saint fans, the cockroaches, I like to call them. That changed their name from the Saints to the cockroaches, <gasps> who have now run around and they're screaming and shouting, having their continual hissy fit well, we would have given a better game in the Super Bowl. We would have been a better opponent for the Patriots. What about us? What about us? <laughs> Apparently they didn't choke on that gumbo. Too bad. <laughs> yeah. So those annoying cockroaches from New Orleans who claim, remember all of them, we're not watching the Super Bowl. We're not going to watch. You're not going to make us watch the Super Bowl. Guess what? You're a liar. You're a liar. You're a liar. You're a liar. And you over there, you're a liar. You're all lying. These cockroaches from New Orleans they started raising holy hell on social media, saying, oh, if only the Saints had been in there. If only the Saints had been in the Super Bowl, oh, my God, it would have been great. Oh, what about us? What about us? 
going on and on and on. All right, let, let's address that. All right, let, let's address that. Why not? Let's talk about that. The question is, would the Super Bowl have been better with the Saints? And the answer is no. N meets O. No. Now, my thoughts on this. I'll walk you through it. We've got Rotten Eggs, Fortunate, and DEFCON 1. And we will tie all this together. Now, to kick off with, you can attack the Ram offense all night, and it certainly deserves criticism. Jared Goff absolutely needs every rock thrown his direction as he was serving up piles of fertilizer, sky-high piles of fertilizer with Jared Goff's name on it. And he deserves all that. That was a brutal performance. L.A.'s offense was bogged down all night. The first half, Jared Goff had five completions for 52 yards, five of 12 in the first half. He enhanced his numbers in the fourth quarter, but they were pretty meaningless. Even that, that final drive where the Rams got into field goal range and then missed it, Goff had 134 yards passing in the fourth quarter, but it certainly did not feel like those were meaningful yards. Even though it was a close game, it did not feel like those 134 yards passing in the fourth quarter mattered at all. So he finished with 229 yards passing, which is actually a lot better than Peyton Manning had when the Broncos won a couple years back. And Jared Goff's quarterback passer rating of 57.9 stinks. He had no touchdowns, one interception. It was an El Stinkaroo performance. If it was a fart, it was one of those nice wet farts, you know, we've all had them. They mess up everything. You got to go change your clothes. It was that kind of a it was a it smelled like rotten eggs. It was raw sewage. Like I, I know the, the gym I go to, uh, I go there, you know, it's, it's raining in Los Angeles right now. I go to the gym after the show and oftentimes the the sewer system there when it rains for some reason it smells like sewage, raw sewage. And so I will I will walk in covering my nose from the smell of raw sewage, and I will flash back to think, boy, that's what the Super Bowl looked like. That raw sewage, yeah. Uh, but it, it, all of that is true. The Rams certainly, as I said, El Stinkaroo and all that. But it doesn't change the fact the Rams won in New Orleans. Jared Goff, you can tear him apart. It does not add to your argument. It makes you look like bigger nincompoops, you cockroaches in New Orleans. Because Jared Goff, the same guy that looked like he was being held against his will in the Super Bowl, Jared Goff led the Los Angeles Rams offense into field goal range down in the final two minutes in this horrible Pit of Vipers in, in New Orleans, this great home field advantage, and then in overtime led the Rams into field goal range after an interception of Drew Brees. That is an indictment of Sean Payton. The Rams deserve to be in the Super Bowl. The Saints didn't deserve to be in the Super Bowl. You know why? They're mentally weak, and the mentally weak team does not deserve to go. And they have proven yet again with all these series of tweets and all these morons. Oh, we're going to boycott the Super Bowl. Then the games, the Rams didn't play well. So, no, no, we, well, we understand the Rams didn't play well. We should have been there. Shut up. Your team are a bunch of cowards, the New Orleans Saints. They got no backbone. Because if they had a backbone, they would have won the game, the NFC Championship game, with, even without getting a call going their way. Because they got several calls that went their way in that game. Now, furthermore... Drew Brees, I keep hearing, oh, Brees would have been better than Jared Goff. Oh, really? Oh, really? Really? What kind of planet are you on, you moron? Drew Brees was manhandled by the Rams defense, and people seem to overlook that. There's some revisionist history going on, and I need to be the adult in the room and explain what happened. All these morons, oh, Brees would have been better than Goff in the NFC title game. Since the Saints seemed to think, oh, Breeze was amazing, he got off to a great start in the first quarter, and then it all went to hell in a handbasket, as the old line goes. It, from the f- end of the first quarter, in the second, third, fourth, and overtime, Drew Breeze had one touchdown, one interception. He averaged five and a half yards per attempt, had 138 yards the final three quarters in overtime, and a passer rating of 75. Imagine what the Patriots would have done. Drew Breeze. I want you to listen very closely here. Drew Brees is fortunate. He's living a charmed life. He didn't play in the Super Bowl. And the reason why this would have been a debate. 
debacle. It would have been even worse. Right? He's better off having plausible deniability and saying, oh, the officials screwed me out of a Super Bowl. Can do that. It would have been a horror show had New Orleans played the Patriots. Patriots would have won by more if they had played New Orleans than the Rams. That's the reality. All right, now the last word here, congratulations to New England. They won the championship. That's great. whoop de damn doo They won. They took advantage of a wounded opponent. Now, not physically wounded, Jared Goff, mentally wounded, mentally weak himself. Jared Goff, unable to adjust. The, the moment was too big. He got upstaged by everybody. He got upstaged by everybody. Yeah, Bill Belichick went DEFCON 1, and that was fine and all that stuff. But Jared Goff, the king of inaccuracy, overthrowing passes, underthrowing passes, you name it. Whatever the play that was called required, Jared Goff would find enough room to screw it up. He would mess it up. And it exasperated the situation. And Tom Brady wasn't that good. He didn't have to be that good. The Patriots' defense, when you only have to score six points, that's really all the Patriots had to score to win the game. Let's be real here. That's it. Jared Goff was so bad, all the Patriots had to do was score two field goals, they would have won the game. They ended up getting a touchdown from Sony Michelle. But, my God, you could have had Tony Eason out there or Drew Bledsoe or Grogan or one of these old Patriot quarterbacks from years ago, and they would have won the game the way that the Rams' offense was going. And it wasn't Sean McVay, as I pointed out, go back and hear the podcast, the play calling was fine. The execution was the problem. There were receivers open. And the, the legend will be written that Belichick just completely hornswoggled the Rams' Sean McVay, and McVay, being self-deprecating after the game, talked about that a little bit. But the reality is that it was a case of the the uh, the, the quarterback for the Rams who was just terrible. Uh, here's, uh, here's Sean McVay. In fact, here, here he is in his own words. He's being self-deprecating here. He's like, hey, I'll take one. It's, blame me. I'm the bad guy. I'm pretty numb right now, but definitely I got outcoached, and I didn't do nearly good enough for a football team. You know, the thing that's so tough about all of this is that, you know, the finality to it. You know, usually when you get a chance, if, if you go through some adversity, you can bounce back right away. This one's going to stick with you and just stings in your gut. And like I said, I'm still kind of numb right now, but I have so much love for these players and these coaches, and that's where, you know, it eats at you because you feel like you didn't do your part to help them. Well, good news, Sean. There's a harem of Instagram booty models that will help you out. So I'm, I'm sure that all the ladies on Instagram, uh, many of them have offered up their services to help you feel better. <laughs> so I think you'll be okay. I think when you're hanging out in Malibu, I think you'll be all right. I think uh, you'll be fine. Yes, everything will be okay. Uh, here's more from uh, Sean McVay on what the heck went wrong to that high-powered, once high-powered Rams offense. You know, anytime that you're not able to get some of the explosives or, you know, you feel like you're always kind of right in between where it's that second down and is it six, seven, or five, and then you end up going to third and two, and then they did a great job stopping us. You know, we had a situation earlier in the game where, you know, it was a third down and two, and they ended up getting us on a, on a sack that set us back where you're probably in four-down territory there. So I think it was more of a, you know, just them consistently doing a nice job of not giving up some of the explosives, and then, you know, they stopped us on third downs, and that, that really prohibited us from getting into a rhythm. If you could give Sean McVay true serum, if you could say, Sean McVay, I would like you to be honest, would Sean McVay, what would he say about Jared Goff? What would he, if you said, hey, this is off the record, no one will ever know about this, it's just between us, just a couple guys having a beer, what would Sean McVay say about Jared Goff? Garbage. I think that would be what he would say. Can't. I want winners. Yeah. Right. I want people that want to win. That's right. I want guys that execute the game plan. We sucked, and we sucked at a time that you can't suck. That's correct. Uh, here's Jared Goff, the – talking about goats. <laughs> this is a different kind of goat. Uh, here is uh, Jared Goff. He's got to wear the goat horns here, and for all the wrong reasons. And here he is explaining what the hell happened. You are numb in a way where, like, you're trying to process it all, but – I, we know what happened. I mean, we we got outplayed. We got completely outplayed. We, I, like we, I said, for an offense like we know we're capable of being, for them to do what they did to us is so impressive. And you tip your cap to them. But at the same time, you know, we we left so much out there on the field that's so hard to take right now. 
You were numb when the game was going on. You're numb now. You were numb when the game started. <laughs> you got torpedoed at the beginning of the game. It's like you were paralyzed out there in the, the pass rush. Man. My goodness. All right. It is the Ben Maller Show on Fox. We say hello to Wreck-It Ralph, who's over there wrecking the program. He's uh, right over there to the right there. He's hello, right there. Ben. There he is right there. Yes, Ralph. Always nice. Look at look at Ralph. You know it's a big NFL draft, uh, Super Bowl, World Series. Eddie will not be here, but Ralph will find his way in. I will be All here the big events. whenever your team loses, Ben. I will be here to support you through the tough times. I'm good. I look forward to it. So next time we'll talk to Ralph will be in June when the Clippers play in the NBA Finals and we'll be very <laughs> – be sad after they lose in the NBA Finals. Maybe sometime in May when they, when they you know have lost what? in the playoffs. But. Playoffs? What? Playoffs? Yeah. I'm no, not no. talking about the Lakers. I'm talking about the Clippers. Well, the Lakers won't be in the playoffs. Exactly. That's right. But uh, play. It wasn't. If it wasn't Super Please, Bowl, Ralph. Super Bowl. Well, no, no. Well, it, Ralph brings these, up a good point. Listen to the locker room jockeys like LeBron James. Yeah. yeah. The team is crumbling. The Lakers are crumbling. Now, I'll have to wait till tomorrow to do my Lakers crumbling monologue, Sky is Falling Radio. I'll the have to wait Clippers till tomorrow today? to do that. That's a tease. I'll have to do that. That's a red herring is what that is. See, that's a red herring. That's anger from the emotion of anger from Roberto. Because no, the Lakers there. and Clippers are battling that's for a, the eight spot, right? That's a red so, herring there. Getting a little closer Because there. the frustration in the Lakers side of things, the despair, the grief Right? It's all right. Players we'll have having Anthony to relocate. Davis by the end of the they week. They realize that their general manager, LeBron James, who uh, I think now that's two injuries, so I believe I'm correct. He is injury prone. He came back, played one game. There's and then no second injury. Yeah, there's a second injury. No, there is not. Yes, what there's is, a second injury. What's the injury? What's that? What's the injury, Ben? Load management. Is that, that, yes. that That's a weird injury. That, that's what, I, part of, what part of the body is that? Apparently, I, I can tell you exactly yeah, what the injury is. It's when you is. take too long a dump. Apparently, LeBron <laughs> took too long management. a dump. That's load management. The guy can't even take a bowel movement without missing a game. Yeah, because he's got a red ass. That's right. High five, Ralph. Way to go. Good job. Turn Ralph's yeah. mic off. No, Ralph's good. I like Ralph. Load management. Think about how how emasculating must it be if you're a fan of a basketball team and your star player misses a game for load management. Man, your delusions I mean, are next is, level tonight, Ben. That is unbelievable. You talk about red that ass, Ralph. We're, we're looking right at him. First, he's he's thinking that Drew Brees wouldn't have had a better game. No, he wouldn't have. Give me a break. Well, well, you're, I like I said, you're the uneducated fan. Well, you're, so you're, for you, I'm of the uneducated course you would fan. say that. You're the one sitting of here course. in the monologue saying that Jared Go- the, the moment was too big for yes. Jared Goff. Yes. Drew Brees is a Super Bowl winning quarterback. The, the moment mo- would not yes. have been too big the for him. The moment was too he big in the NFC Championship game. He couldn't even get it done in the NFC Championship game at home. Why would he get oh, it done in the Super Bowl? No. He couldn't get it done at home. He had every advantage. The Saints had four calls that should have been made oh, against one, them because that game tells you what happened, not what's going to happen. Right, Ben? The Saints mm. lost that game mm-hmm. at home, Coop. The unbeatable Saints in the Dome lost that game at we home. No and Drew Brees, we again, because I know you don't listen to we when I talk, the final three quarters of that game, and, you, and certainly you'd say the Patriots have a better defense than the Rams the way the Patriots played in the Super Bowl, but Drew Brees had a passer rating of 75 at home against the, page, the Rams defense the final three quarters and overtime I rest my case. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. 
Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, let's get to it. Here we go. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. Kubaloo. Ben, early in the weekend, Melvin Gordon said that he was going to wait for Le'Veon Bell before signing a contract. Then literally a day later, he told a different news outlet that he isn't going to wait for Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. He thinks that Todd Gurley and David Johnson already set the market. Which do you think is the right method? Well, you get your money. That You get your money while you can. First of all, money makes money. So my advice to Melvin Gordon here, get that big payday. You then diversify your portfolio, invest in real estate, Wall Street, set yourself up. You're done. Who cares about other people? Get your money. And secondly, you might get a few more dollars by waiting but you never want to sit there and miss out on everything. There's a chance he gets hurt the first game of next year and doesn't get paid. Take the money. He's not going to be on welfare if he invests his money properly. Next. Now, Jerry Jones publicly publicly confirmed that Jason Garrett is coaching for his job next season. Do you think that makes Garrett's job easier or harder? Uh, it makes it the same, right? You are paid, first of all, to win games. If you don't win enough games, you deserve to be on the hot seat. The Cowboys are a high-profile job. It demands a level of scrutiny, and Jason Garrett has been able to dodge that for a long time. I'm telling you, Tony Romo, we did a monologue last week about this. Romo's hanging in the winds, and Jerry Jones, that's the one guy Jerry Jones would fire Jason Garrett for. Keep an eye on it. Next. Now, the bats are on the loose again in San Antonio, but this time the Spurs mascot was able to catch one in his net. Ben, if you had a bat invading your house, would you try to deal with it yourself or call pest control? All right, if it's one bat, I take care of it as a man with a tennis racket and a hoodie. If it's more than one bat, I leave the house immediately and I call 911. That's the answer. How do we do, Koopaloo? Ben, he passes the decision. That is a winner! I like the Rams! I won! Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, you sports figure guy or girl. Who the hell are you talking to, son? Here's some instant advice. Hold that thought. No one's paid attention to me for 10 whole seconds. And if you don't like it, screw you. 
And away we go. It's the Insta Advice Line brought to you by Discover Card. We treat you like you treat you. This is where we give advice to athletes, coaches, media people, whoever needs our advice in the world of sports. And certainly it would be easy to take the safe road and give advice to Jared Goff, who publicly defecated all over the field in Atlanta for Super Bowl 53. But we do things differently around here. As you know, your beloved host of the Ben Maller Show was the victim of a savage attack by a former friend turned turncoat, Danny G Radio. I was minding my own business. Now, Danny G's hanging out with the one percenters. He's now in the in crowd going to the Super Bowl. He's in the mainstream, which is good for Danny. I'm happy for him. He couldn't handle the overnights anymore, so I'm happy that he's now working on a, a different show. But I was blindsided when I was attacked savagely by Danny G Radio. I was minding my own business, and uh, Danny G there hanging out, uh, sucking up to athletes at the Super Bowl, brought me into this. He brought on a mortal enemy of mine, a scumbag clown of a quarterback, and then took a photo of this clown and uh, tried to goof on me with this photo. And apparently Danny's a big suck-up to athletes now. Maybe he's always been that way. I just didn't notice it. So I thought we'd help him out. He's like you know, Hanoi Danny, if you will, right? Hanging out with the enemy. So advice to Danny G on being a better jock sniffer because this is his new life now, and he loves those athletes. He loves to cuddle up with those athletes and take photos with them. So advice to Danny G. Radio. I want him to do well sucking up to athletes. So how can he do better? The number, 877-99 on Fox. Help out a former friend turned turncoat, baby Judas, Danny G Radio. All right, let's start it with uh, you. Hello, you're on Fox Sports Radio. Advice to Danny G on how to suck up to athletes better. You need to invest in butt wipes. Line three, you're on the air. Advice to Danny G, line three. I said give him the guillotine. There you go. We give him the guillotine. Line four, you're on the air. We're giving advice to Danny G on him being better at jock sniffing in the future. Danny G, you need to keep your hands off Chris and Houston's man. That's right. They're already engaged, I think. It's a good point. I forgot about that. you got to get your own star athlete to hang out with, not Chris's guy. Hey, where are the white women at? Line five. Hello, line five. Move to Nashville so you can lick Clay's toes. All right, line six, you're on the air. I don't recommend that. Hello, line six, you're on the air. Jared Goff is a worse quarterback than Deshaun Watson. Uh, no, he's not, because Jared Goff has played in the Super Bowl. Deshaun Watson will never play in the Super Bowl because Tom Brady's never going to retire, and by the time Brady gets too old, Watson will be in a body bag somewhere. Line two, you're on the air. Hello. Good job, Danny. Line three, hello, you're on the air, go. Your pooper and pop it. <laughs> yeah, hello, line three. Yeah, if she smells like fish, put hot sauce. All right, line four, hello, line four, you're on the air, go. Advice to Danny GM being a better jock sniffer. Jared Goff needs to be like Peyton. Line five, you're on the air, hello, line five. Stay on the topic, I'm hanging up on you. Line five, go. Eat a bag of dicks, Ben All right, line, yes, there you go. Hey, Ben. All right, line, random line, you're on the air. Hello, random hey, line. Hey, Ben, it's me. Hey, it's Cowboy John Brett in Windsor, Ontario. Okay, first of all, happy uh, 14th birthday to my great niece, Madison Shenaglia, and her brother, uh, Christian, will be 15 tomorrow, and uh, Danny G Radio needs a... There you go. Yeah. You handle yourself, Ben Mallard. Sure he'll find one online. Let's go to line two. Hello, you're on the air, line two. Hello. Danny G, highly paid escort or street corner prostitute? I don't know. It's tough. Line three, you're on the air. Hello, line three. We're trying to help Danny out here so he can be a better jock sniffer in the future. Hello, line three. Suck it, Danny G. All right, line four, you're on the air. Hello, line four. Uh, yes, Ben. I would look Hanoi Danny G radio square in the eye and say, You hang up on yourself, Ben Maller. There you, you go. You hang up on yourself, Ben Maller. I get emails from Mark, the full name guy, all the time. He still listens to the show. He just is unable to call. He sends me these long, drawn-out emails. Line five, hello. Ben, grow a sack. Line six, you're on the air. Hello, line six. I know it's you, Roberto. <laughs> <laughs> it's the instant advice line for Danny G. He's turned turncoat. He's Hanoi Danny hanging out with enemies of the show. He's an enemy combatant now. Danny G, we're trying to help him out, though. I'm, I'm worried about Danny. I want to make sure he's a better suck-up to these athletes in the future. Line uh, two, hello, line two. 
Go work with Mr. Jack Sniffer, Tom Looney. There you go. All right, line three. <laughs> I didn't think we'd hear his name. Line three, you're on the air. Go. You can't go by Danny G anymore. You have to give your real name when you're touching those athletes' man parts. All right, there you go. We'll do one more and only one more. Kubaloo, pick it. Hurry up. Line six. Line six, you're on the air. Line six, go. TB12, 6SB, the GOAT. There it is. I've got a murder. got to go. Wow. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.